Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Amy is a devoted wife and mother with a passion for Jesus and a heart for those with shattered lives. She's an inspirational speaker, author, and teacher who humbly bears the scars of a broken life to reveal the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Amy's desire is for you to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Now, here's Amy Elaine Martinez. Welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. Thanks for joining me for today's show. Real Victory Radio is designed to help you get real, ready and equipped for an authentic life of real victory. A couple of weeks ago at the end of the year, I told you that we were going to start having a new segment of the show called Use Your Voice tell your stories, share your story. And today I have my first guest in for that part of the show that we're going to be doing. I'm super excited. We're just a couple of weeks into the new year. And this show today is really special to me. I have a sweet friend who's come in to be with me today and share her story. And I know that it will encourage you. Remember, you can listen to all the previous episodes of Real Victory Radio at amyelaine.com. That's A-M-Y-E-L-A-I-N-E dot com. Today's show is a really special show to me because it was so funny. I was online and I saw this amazing story and I thought, oh my gosh, that would be such a great story for my radio show. And I would love to share this woman's story. And then I liked her page on Facebook and just kind of started, you know, following her. And then I started seeing these pictures of her family and I was like, that looks really familiar. That fountain looks familiar. That park looks familiar, things like that. And I realized that we lived in the same town, y'all. I've lived there for 25 years. But Adrian Collins, my guest today, had just moved there a year earlier. So when I was stalking her online, I looked and to see if we had any mutual friends, and we didn't. And I was like, oh, my gosh, but those pictures. So I just reached out to her, and I was like, your pictures look kind of like my hometown. And she said, well, it is your hometown. <laughs> so that's kind of how we met. And I love how God does that, that he just, I, I mean, there was no reason for me to find your information. It just came across my feed somehow, some way. You have this beautiful video that is online of your story. So we are going to jump in and talk about your story, but I do want to tell people a little bit about you. Adrian Collins writes about the real life complexities of being both a birth mom and an adoptive mother. She has testified before the Colorado Senate Committee on behalf of the Colorado Children First Act, been a guest on various podcasts, and featured on Today Show Parents and Today.com. Wow. She has been published in various publications, including Today Show Parents, Grown and Flown. I love that website. The Daily Signal, The Hill, CBN News, Christian Post, Her View from Home, and Blunt Moms, and is the adoption blog manager for Hope's Promise, a faith-based adoption agency. Adrian studied journalism at Point Loma Nazarene University in San Diego, ooh, it's pretty there, and is married to her high school sweetheart, and they currently reside in Castle Rock, Colorado. Adrian completed her first memoir about hope and healing through the journey of adoption. And she can be reached at Adrian Collins, Adrian C. Collins.com, and on Facebook, Instagram, and 
will also give you her email address in the notes of the show. So I won't do that right now, but welcome, Adrian. I'm so glad that you're here. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad to be here, and I'm so glad we connected Me too. over social media. Who figured? I know. And we do have another special guest in the studio today. We do. She's not going to be chatting on the air with us, but Adrian's daughter is in here with us today. Her name's Catherine, and we are thrilled to have her with us today. So we're just going to jump into your story because I really want people to be able to hear your story, the power behind it, and just get to know you better. We don't have a lot of time on the show, That's but they okay. can always follow you at all those places to get to know your story even better. So I'm just going to let you start. Wow. Well, thank you for the amazing introduction. Um, yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm so excited to just talk through my story and just share this message of hope and how I learned to rest in God's grace and just overcome feelings of shame and guilt that I think a lot of women especially carry and struggle with. And so I've had to learn how to make peace with just difficult decisions that sometimes bring heartache, but that God just shows us redemption through and uses for his glory. So I'm going to start with my story when I was a junior in college. So I, I was an RA. I was an editor of a magazine. I was doing all the right things, leading Bible studies. I was, I've kind of made my own pedestal for myself and I just wanted to be someone that others could look up to. And I, and I tried to do and all and say all the right things and be this perfect model Christian. Uh, that probably worked well for me until I've learned I was pregnant my junior year of college. You know, I've, I always dreamed of being a mom one day, but it just wasn't my time. And I wrestled with knowing what to do. And especially in the Christian community, I knew that my choices were limited as far as being seen as accepted. And there was just a, a lot of just guilt and shame involved in that decision. And so the first thing that I ended up doing was going to a school nurse who made a phone call for me to have an abortion. Wow. I remember her telling me, it's just a tissue. You're going to be fine. You're not meant to be a baby factory. I don't know why I remember those words exactly, but they've resonated with me for a long time. And so I found myself at this abortion clinic just out of complete fear and shame and guilt and just this veil over my face, just not really seeing clearly, but thinking I was desperate enough to make this choice and knowing that maybe I could return back to my Christian school normal, whatever that meant, and still be seen as this perfect girl. So minutes before the procedure, they brought in an ultrasound and I remember just seeing life. I mean, just a little baby arms and legs and movement, breathing, living being. And the veil was just lifted. And I remember just the clarity there was, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to choose life. Oh, I love that. So I literally jumped off that table, I think, and ran out and just held on to that foundation that I was going to choose life. I didn't know what my plans were, but I was going to make the best choice that I could and just 
walk daily with the Lord and just see what he was calling me to do. During that process, I did have to hide my pregnancy for months and I, I had a fear of being kicked out. And, and that was a really difficult and lonely time. My boyfriend at the time was living at a state. So it was a very lonely period for me. Him and I wrestled together with what to do. And in the end, we realized that we could not be the parents that we wanted to be, and we could not provide the kind of life that we felt that our daughter deserved. We had to sacrifice our dreams so that she could have hers. And so in the end, we made an adoption plan for our daughter. I bet that that was really, really difficult. I mean, I know it was really, really difficult. And we're going to continue to talk about your story, but I just wanted to give you a second to kind of just breathe. It's hard to tell your story. <laughs> and it we is. want to know, you know, the, the fullness of your story. So go ahead and take a deep breath and we will continue to just, you know, tell us a little bit more about how God redeemed your story, where you found the hope and the healing and we'll move on. Just wherever you want to start. Well, you made the adoption plan. I made the adoption plan. So the hope and healing, it wasn't during that time period. It was a very dark, lonely, grieving time. And, and, that, and that all kind of came to fruition at that hospital. And, you know, all I can say about that time is just the darkness and loneliness that I felt. Just the... Just the pure just abandonment almost that I felt. I felt like I wanted the savior to come in and rescue me, but there was just nobody there. And that's what I thought at the time, but that's just the feelings that were there. So leaving the hospital was the most difficult time I'd ever experienced in my life. And this was after you had had your daughter. This is after. Yeah. So this is after we made an adoption plan and I had 48 hours, I gave birth and I had 48 hours in the hospital. And that, that goodbye time is something that it's just the single hardest thing to do. It's it's a brave choice, but it's the most difficult feelings of loss and grief that one can go through, that I went through. I, I remember just clinging to hope as I left the hospital that one day God would redeem that situation. One day that he would bring us together when the time was right and that he would protect her for our time of separation and that he would bring hope to me and um, my boyfriend at the time and who became my spouse a year later, but you know, that he would, he would come alongside our relationship and build us and give us the strength we needed to forge ahead and also protect her while we were apart. So if we fast forward a little bit, just because we won't have time to get through every piece of your story, and I want people to go like listen to all of the the video and to read the pieces that you've written because they are amazing and beautiful and insightful. But if we move forward just a little bit to get past uh, a little bit of that, you went through a, a hard and difficult time of giving up your daughter for adoption, but over time, some things did happen. So just start in wherever you'd like to, but just let's get to, I want people to get to hear the end. The let's story. jump to the end. Sure. I mean, the, there's such a yeah, middle story to this, but, but the end is beautiful and that I did get to see God redeem the situation firsthand. You know, we spent many years apart from our daughter. Uh, I, like I said, I married my high school sweetheart, and we ended up having 
three boys together, and then we were able to um, adopt another son that a family friend had encountered a pregnancy and asked us to adopt. So we became these, uh, you know, adoptive parents, which was an amazing journey in and of itself. And then we developed our relationship with our birth daughter who came into our lives probably around 12 years old where we got to establish a relationship with her and introduce her to her brothers, her siblings, and they love on her and it's so excited to have a sister and just um, watch that relationship grow. And then, you know, just a few, maybe three or four years ago, we um, discovered that she was in a really difficult situation at home. She'd enrolled in college and everything just change between her relationship between her and her adoptive parents. They had um, decided no longer to parent, essentially, essentially disowning her. As a birth mom, I think that was that loss felt almost as unbearable to me as the day I'd left the hospital without her because, you know, I promised to give her the best life possible and wanted to, to do anything to make that happen. So I really had two choices to make. My husband and I had two choices. We could either step back and, and watch things unfold from a distance, or we could move in. And I felt God was saying, this is your time. We couldn't take care of her as an infant, but we would grasp at the chance to take care of her as an adult. That is beautiful. So we asked to re-adopt her. And that process and she, it was um, you know, difficult, but once since she was 18 years old and she had 18 years old, she had the legal right to choose her parents. So, you know, the seven of us all gathered into our car and drove to the courthouse for the readoption hearing and just wrapped our arms around her and stood before the judge and and said, we do. You, you know, but I was terrified, too, because, I mean, the last time I was in a courthouse, I was terminating my rights as a parent, and now I was gaining them back. And, you know, these fears came flooding in, too, of, oh, my gosh, I've missed all these years of her life. I mean, am I worthy to be her mom? Am I, you know, am I going to fail? Am I going to disappoint? Um, will she realize I'm not perfect after all? Well, that didn't take long. But, you know, <laughs> so I had to wrestle with those things, but know that if God had if God called us to go through this readoption, if he put us in that situation, then he was also going to show us how to parent, how to, sh- how to hold on to grace and, and how to, you know, look for the rede- redemption in the story and see how he w- was going to work in our family. Well, that is just such a beautiful story. And you guys, the, the video is just so powerful to watch how you get the little bit of the middle part of the story too. And you did find hope. There was a lot of fear, and understandably, I can't even imagine how you made all of those choices and were able to walk out all of those things, except that I know that you had God by your side and on your side and walking with you. So tell us just a little bit about the healing process and a little bit more about your story. My adoption story has really showed me just the beauty of God's plan. And it's not what we think or even what we imagine it to be. I mean, when I, when I made an adoption plan years ago, there is literally no way I could have known that he would have brought things full circle and brought her into our life. There is, there is no way I could have known that he would have made me an adoptive mom after all that time and, and brought birth moms into my life. And so what I've 
what I've learned about that is that, yeah, he is a God of redemption and a God of restoration and a God of healing and hope. And at first I wanted to hide everything, you know, hide my mistakes and, or what I viewed as mistakes and, you know, carry this guilt and shame for years. But I, but I've really learned to be patient and trust in God that if I just share and be vulnerable and open, that he will use my story and not just use it for, for me and my healing, but to come alongside others in their journey and really, you know, help them walk through whatever they're walking through. And I think as a Christian community, that's something that's just huge that we just like, you know, letting go of that the idea of perfection and that guilt and just really coming alongside others by using what we've been through to come alongside and help others through what they're struggling with. That is exactly why I wanted to do this new segment for the show, because there is such power in our stories to help other people to gain the courage that they need to walk through their situation. Nobody's situation is going to be exactly like yours or exactly like mine, but it gives them the courage to walk through those times. Where would you say you have felt the most victory Throughout this experience, it doesn't have to be about this part of your story, but I'm sure that there is some, there's some victory in there. So can you just share a little bit about, oh, there's so much victory. Oh yes. Victory everywhere. But no, I think first and foremost, for me individually, it's this just learning to let go of perfection. God did not call me to be perfect. He called me to rest in his grace and really hold on to that truth. And I had for me, the victory came when I finally let go of guilt and shame. And I clung to the fact that it's okay to have imperfections. He will use them for his glory and to really rest in that and stop trying to be perfect. But to hold on to these truths that no matter what happens, no matter what I do or say that I am in loved, I'm in loved, I'm child of God, I'm worthy, I'm valuable, I'm enough. And he will continue to use that if I just rest in him and just continue to speak truth and share my story, my journey in an effort to, you know, lift somebody else up along where they are in their journey. It's so beautiful, your authenticity and your vulnerability. And we're all about that here on the radio show on Real Victory Radio, because it is in our authenticity that God shows up, mm-hmm. that he is able to our story resonates with others and then they are able to hang on to the little bit of hope that they can of ours until they get their own hope. Mm, Definitely. You know, I really saw that come to light when, you know, if I go back in my story years after I had made an adoption plan, I decided to mentor birth moms I really didn't have anyone to mentor me during that time. No one really came forward and talked to me. Like I said, it was really lonely and there was no one there to shed light on what I was about to go through. So I really felt that that was a, was something I needed to do and, and just walking alongside these birth moms and coming alongside and just holding their hands. I'm here. I'm not here to erase your pain or tell you it's going to be okay, but there is hope. And I will bring that for what God's taught me and shed light on that for you. And in one of those meetings, that was the birth mom that I met or, or who asked me and my husband to adopt. And, and she, it was a beautiful, you know, story because we have such a good relationship with her and God has just really used that relationship 
to bring hope and healing to not just our adoption story, but my son as well, my adoptive son and, and the beauty that that relationship has, has been for him and just to grow that as well. So that's been just a really just sweet moment that I've learned, you know, just it, what the impact can be on us being open and vulnerable and being authentic with others. I really wanted to share your story with people. There are so many intricate details and so many sweet places where God showed up in your story. And I want you guys to definitely go check out adriancollins.com yes. and read the beautiful way that she writes about her story, because I know that it will encourage you to walk through whatever you're going through. If you, I mean, this happens all the time. We don't have a lot of time left, but one of the questions I wanted to ask you is how can we as parents deal with a daughter or son coming home and saying we're pregnant? That is a great question. I'm so glad you brought that up. I, I you know, I feel like it's a scary thing, you know, as parents, and I'm a parent now, obviously, of five kids, which I adore, but I've realized this value of just having open dialogue, of really just pointing them to God's grace no matter what, and, and removing that shame and and fear, you know, that I think comes up. And, and we really just, just there's no room for silent treatment. There's no room for shaming or a lecture. I mean, they're already wrestling with that inside as that is, you know. And I think just reminding them of not just your unconditional love for them, but for God's unconditional love for them, that they are still in his hand and they are still cherished and worthy and and that he will show them and point them to where they need to go if we just trust in him and give him just control over the situation and circumstance. Um, I really felt as parents, too, we can point our children to whatever you know, adoption options is an amazing thing. And so to find agencies that will talk to them and and help them walk them through that process, but be involved in that sense, just really walk alongside them. Thank you for helping us because, you know, there are going to be people who are facing that and we need to know how to, you know, answer those questions and open dialogue is I think one of the best parenting tools that we have available to us. So I want to thank you so much for being on the show The verse that I want to talk about just real quickly is from Revelation 12, 11, I believe that says they conquered him completely through the blood of the lamb and the powerful word of their testimony. And that is what this show, this segment of the show, sharing your story is all about. When we share our stories, it brings hope and courage to others. So thank you so much for sharing yours and sweet Catherine, the daughter who began Adrian's beautiful God story Yay. is with us today. And we're just thrilled to have her in the studio. So I want to pray for the listeners. Before we do that, I want to thank our sponsor, Sonic Inspection Corporation. We're so grateful to have them as a sponsor. Sonic Inspection Corporation helps maintain the integrity of commercial buildings. They are a non-invasive commercial fire sprinkler inspection company delivering code compliant inspection services for all commercial facilities. You can learn more about them by calling 303-882-0004 or visiting their website at sonicinspection.com. And let's pray. Absolutely. Father God, thank you so much for the gift of your stories that you write upon our hearts and for Adrienne's story. I just pray that her testimony would help listeners today to walk through whatever they're walking through as parents 
and just give them hope for their situation that you do show up in what are seemingly impossible situations. I thank you for who you are and how well you love us and how you are a God who redeems and restores and renews. Thank you. Oh, Lord, we just thank you so much. And we pray for our listeners today in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Adrian, thank you so much for joining us. We want to encourage people to live victoriously, walk in wholeness. And we are just so glad to have had you on the show today. We have like one minute left. Do you have one, a Bible verse or any last comment? Oh, it's been a pleasure to be here. It's just, I love our friendship and this is just an amazing program. So thank you for ministering to women and and for the women out there who are struggling with shame and guilt. And my words to them are, you know, rest in God's grace for you. Remember you are loved, worthy, cherished, valued. You are enough. Mm, I love that. Thank you for making Real Victory Radio part of your day today. We hope you were encouraged and equipped by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Please go to amyelaine.com to find out how to receive Amy's resources, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. You can also listen to podcasts and see where Amy will be speaking. Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. They depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to amyelaine.com for ways you can partner with Amy in reaching listeners with the power to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Please tune in again next Saturday at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez.